August of 2013, a new game came out for mobile. This game was called Geometry Dash. At this point in time, there are approximately 64.78 million user-created levels of the game, each new and unique level never seen before. But there weren't this many levels and things in the game read at its release. This podcast will talk about the history of the game Geometry Dash through all of its updates and its community. To make things simpler, I will split the history of this game into three different parts, pre-1.9, 1.9 through 2.0, and 2.1 and beyond. Here we start in the pre-1.9 era, when Geometry Dash was only on mobile. Geometry Dash is a side-scrolling rhythm game made by Robert Tapala, where you are a square and you have to jump over spikes which, if you touch them, make you explode and you return to the beginning of the level. In the first version of the game, there was only seven levels. Stereo Madness, Back on Track, Polar Geist, Dry Out, Base After Base, Can't Let Go, and Jumper. There was actually a scrapped level named Ultimate Destruction when the game was still in beta and the name of the game was Geometry Jump. All of these levels are named after the song, which Robert got from Newgrounds. More on Newgrounds later. In the initial release, there was only two game modes, the cube and the ship. The cube is just normal platforming, but the ship can fly over obstacles very smoothly if you know what you are doing. To work this game mode, you hold to fly up and let go to fly down. Simple, right? Well, when you mix that with some of the other gimmicks this game has, such as flipped gravity and jump orbs, It starts to get confusing. At this point in the game, there are five difficulty faces to determine the difficulty of a level. Easy, normal, hard, harder, and insane. Stereo Madness was rated easy, Back on Track was rated normal, Polar Geist was rated hard, Base After Base was rated harder, Can't Let Go was rated insane, and Jumper was rated insane. These difficulties will change in the following updates. The level editor in this initial release is very simple. A few objects, and you can also change the background and ground, but that's it. Now it's time for the first update of the game, 1.1. In this update, a new level was added. Time Machine. The rating? Insane. This new level added a new portal, which flipped the screen backwards so that you're looking the other direction. Literally everybody hates this portal, and it's rare to see this in a user-created level nowadays. Back then, it was overused, which was probably a contributing factor to everyone's hatred of this portal. Other than this, nothing much else was added. Next update, 1.2. Again, a new level added. This time, even harder. The new gimmick in this level is a new game mode. The ball. The ball switches gravity whenever you click, but does not switch gravity while in the air. There's also a part where many people struggle with the level. A ship part where you would have to go through tight gaps while constantly switching gravity from gravity portals. That's all that was added in this update. Up next is update 1.3. In this update, lots more was added. First of all, there was a leaderboards button. This is very important to some people, as immediately, people started getting stars, the game's main way of showing how many things you've beaten, as fast as possible. P1.3 
people like DBTKDDN9402 dominated the leaderboards. A new level was also added, along with its new gimmicks. Gravity pads and gravity orbs. When you touch a gravity pad, you switch gravity. For the gravity orb, when you tap, if your icon is near one, you will also switch gravity. The new level, named X-Step, was even harder than the last level. Also in this update, a new difficulty was added called Demon, inspired by the user-created level, Demon Park, which was way harder than any level before, so they added a new difficulty for it. But there were no Demon difficulty main levels, not user-created, that existed yet. The next update is update 1.4. This added the mini portal, which, if you go through it, makes you mini. You can be a mini cube, ship, ball, and any new game modes that come later. Also added in this update is a new level to go with the new gimmick. The level is called Clutterfunk. This level is the hardest by far and has stopped many people for a while. This level was rated insane. One of the hardest parts was the mini ship section, where you had to go through tight gaps without losing control and flying straight into a saw blade. This part was so difficult, because the new mini-ship flew up and down much faster than the normal ship, making it harder to control. After this is update 1.5, with a new game mode to add to the ever-expanding list of icons and game modes. It also came with a level, no surprise there. The new level is called Theory of Everything, and the new game mode is the UFO. The UFO is like the cube, but you have infinite double jumps without needing a jump orb. It also added purple jump orbs, which are just a smaller double jump than the yellow ones. Nothing else really about the level. It was very easy compared to Clutterfunk, and it was mostly memory-based gameplay. Update 1.6 was a very big update. It added two new levels, a new block, map packs, and three secret coins for every main level. First, I'll start with the levels. The first one is called Electroman Adventures, which is rated insane. This level had the new block, which if you touch the sides or bottom of it, instead of dying, you break the block. After breaking the block, you cannot die from it or interact with it, and you cannot see it. The second new level is called Club Step. Club Step was a very big deal. Club Step was the first demon main level to exist in the game. This level inspired so many other levels, such as Satanic Club Step, Deadly Clubstep, Clubstep V2, Silent Clubstep, and Tartarus. All of these levels have their own, unique gameplay. They did not steal the gameplay from Clubstep, but they were inspired by Clubstep. Clubstep was extremely difficult for many players. This includes Riot, one of the best players in 1.9. It took him over 5,000 attempts to beat Clubstep for the first time. 5,000. Though this actually isn't much compared to some of the attempt counts that people like Novel Boy have gotten in 2.1 when trying to beat some of the hardest stuff in the game, but that's for later. At the time, 5,000 was a lot. Club Step added invisible spikes that you could see right when they entered the screen, but then disappeared by the time you get to them. They still kill you even when they are invisible. The other thing this update added was map packs. Map packs are small packs of three user-created levels, that all fit the same theme. Literally everybody hated map packs because the gameplay and the levels that were picked were absolutely horrible. It was so annoying trying to beat the levels, especially the demon levels. This update also added three secret coins in every level. 
Getting these coins would unlock more icons, but you also need 10 coins to unlock club stuff. This update also adds computer access. Players can now buy the game on Steam. This made the game much easier for many people. Update 1.7 is where things start to get very crazy. This update added one new level, Electrodynamics. This level is rated insane and contained one of the best things this game has, speed boosts. Now you can go at normal speed, half speed, two times speed, and three times speed. This made already crazy levels even crazier and more chaotic. Nothing much else was added though other than more building blocks in the editor. Update 1.8 adds the most confusing but helpful game mode of all time, the dual game mode. This game mode splits the character into two different characters. These characters can be different game modes or the same game mode. This makes gameplay much more confusing as you have to control both at the same time. They either both jump at the same time when you press jump or you have to tap to the left side of the screen for the top icon and the right side of the screen for the bottom icon but for computer, use mouse for the bottom icon and spacebar for the top icon. These settings are controlled by the creator of the level. This new game mode is used in the new level Hexagon Force. This level is rated insane, and it also adds a new block, the slope. You can slide on a slope to move up without tapping slash clicking. This is the end of an era. After this comes many more levels and much more of the community. Here we are, update 1.9. This update added two new levels, Blast Processing and Theory of Everything 2. Theory of Everything 2 was the second Demon May level. This time it didn't have as much of an impact on the community, but it was still very good. The gameplay in this level is very memory based as many of the parts include disappearing objects. Blast Processing on the other hand was way easier than many other levels which resulted in it being rated harder instead of insane, which makes sense. It's very easy compared to the other levels. But this level added my personal favorite game mode, the wave. The wave is like the ship, except there's no curve when you let go or stop holding. It is immediate and amazing. This means you can fit through very small gaps that the ship could not. The mini version of this game mode is also very good. It's so small that it can fit in between two spikes that are right next to each other, with no gap. This game mode made levels so much harder, and two of the hardest and most popular user levels were ever were created. But before I can tell you about the levels, I have to tell you about the people who made them. In early 1.9, a player going by the name of Cyclic was one of the top players on the leaderboards. Another top player at this time was a player named Riot, was a mobile player up until 1.9. Riot was the second ever victor of one of the harder levels at the time, Deadly Clubstep. After this, a player named G-Boy uploaded a level called Cataclysm. This level was harder than anything before. It was so hard that people started questioning G-Boy's legitimacy. After a long time of people hacking the level, Cyclic uploaded an 86% run on the level. Unlike the other hacked replays that other people made, there was nothing that would make people think twice about Cyclic's replay. Later, he became the first to legitimately beat Cataclysm. Meanwhile, Riot was trying to beat other hard demon levels. 
Later, a player named Andromeda uploaded a very hard demon level called the Ultimate Phase, which Cyclic beat in the first few days of its release. A while later, Riot beat Cataclysm on stream with Facecam. This proved his legitimacy over completing the level, and Riot became extremely popular. Then, both players tried to beat an old hacked level called Ice Carbon Diablo X. Riot was the first to complete it, Cyclic trailing behind. Riot's completion of ICDX is also the start of the 144Hz revolution, as he introduced straight flying in his video. Both players kept playing very hard demon levels for the time. Eventually, Riot previewed a level called Bloodbath, a very hard hell-themed level with the same song as Cataclysm. Soon, Cyclic had also previewed a level called Sonic Wave, which was a light blue-themed Nine Circles level, a category of levels which the community made which was the hardest of that type of level according to him. Cyclic was the first to upload his level. He uploaded a hacked replay of him beating the level, claiming that he beat it without hacks, but forgot to record. Soon, Riot finished making Bloodbath and started to try to beat it. People soon saw how hard his level actually was. Only a few days later, Cyclic realized he needed to make his level harder to compete with Bloodbath. So, he updated Sonic Wave, making it much, much harder changing the theme to dark blue instead of light blue, and this time he had a completion video. This level was so incredibly hard for the time that almost nobody could make any notable progress. Close to 1.9's end, Riot finally verified Bloodbath, making him extremely popular again. Soon after, Cyclic deleted Sonic Wave and removed all of his stats of nowhere. Update 2.0. Lots of new stuff was added. Two new levels. They were Geometrical Dominator and Deadlocked. Deadlocked is the third and final main level demon, and the two levels added a new game mode and a new jump orb. The game mode was called the Robot. It was like the cube except the longer you held, the higher you would jump. But there was a max jump height. The jump orb was green, and uh, if you clicked it when you're near it, you would flip gravity and then instantly double jump. But there was one more thing that was added. The move trigger. The move trigger allowed you to move different objects if you could figure out how to work it. Anyway, back to the story of Riot and Cyclic. Andromeda, one of the better players, confesses to hacking in the video. Cyclic quits for a long time but comes back right before Riot verifies an update to Cataclysm. Cyclic beats a new level that he made that was a rebirth of an old level called the Hellzone. Shortly after, Cyclic confesses to hacking the Hellzone and Sonic Wave. Riot was very surprised, so he decides to talk to Cyclic. Cyclic confesses that every single demon he ever beat and uploaded to his YouTube channel was hacked and that he was going to delete everything. Riot said he didn't believe him, but Cyclic had already deleted his account. He also changed his name to a bunch of random letters and he made all of his levels free. Later, a player named Mufiri tried to beat Sonic Wave. Eventually, he failed at 98%, and another player named Sonics verified Sonic Wave first. So, as you can tell, the two levels Bloodbath and Sonic Wave have a lot of history. That's why they're so popular. This is now the end of another era. Finally, 2.1. 2.1 took over a year to make, but it's finally here. There was a new level, a new game mode, 
two new jump orbs, new difficulty faces, and lots of new blocks. The level is called Finger Dash and it's rated insane. The new game mode is the Spider Game Mode. In the Spider Game Mode, if you tap, you instantly teleport up and switch gravity. One new jump orb is the red jump orb. It's like the normal yellow one, except the double jump is much higher. The other jump orb is the black jump orb. If you fall off a block or are going up from a bounce pad or jump orb, pressing this orb will make you instantly fall down at full speed. This update was the biggest one yet. Many other things I can't talk about because it will take too long were also added. Many extremely detailed levels were made in this update. New ones are still coming out today. This is the current update, but we're getting closer and closer to 2.2 every day. It has been over three years since the last update, and levels have gotten so hard that it takes a hundred thousand attempts to beat some of them. I'm not kidding. It took Novel Boy more than 100,000 attempts to beat his level Bloodlust, a buff and extended remake of Bloodbath. These levels are hard. Anyway, 2.2 has so many features and new things it would probably take at least a whole nother 10 minutes to fit them all in. But I can say that it will be insane. You can zoom in, offset the camera, go backwards in the level, and so much more. But for now, this is all I have. That was the entire history of Geometry Dash, all in one podcast. Of course, I left a bunch of stuff out, but I put in a lot and even told the story of the two most popular players in all of GD. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Goodbye.